Hello, friends. It's been a hot minute. But guess what, everybody? We're back. We're back. <laughs> you know that voice. That is Blair. I am yes, Sean. Back. back again. <laughs> and we're here for those early 2000 rap songs to keep you guys current. Yep. That's all I know, everyone. <laughs> That's all we got. Yep. And I mean, honestly, for the sake of us not getting sued for music, Right. Oh gosh, I know. I really best. wish we could circumvent that because I really, really love music <laughs> and I have so many great songs that would be fantastic background oh, music. Yeah. But. So today, everybody, I'm sure you've read our IG post and whatever the whatever I'm going to write up for what this summary is. <laughs> the summary. But we're trying a couple things new this year. And first and foremost, I want to, I'm sure Blair, you will equal this sentiment. I want to give a huge amount of thanks to the people who have signed up for our Patreon. Yes. Thank you guys so donated much. to our Patreon. What it's allowing us to do, everybody, is pay for things like this, us recording <laughs> and distributing and making ads and letting other fellow wonderful running humans know about the podcast so that we can grow the thing out and do yep. more awesome stuff. So we really appreciate everything yes, that you've absolutely. all done to help us grow this thing. It's a big deal and we appreciate all of you. Yes. With that being said, as you've all come accustomed to know, I can talk in a great big circle and finally get back <laughs> to the point. <laughs> Today, we are doing a class. So what in the world is that? We are gonna do a 30 minute easy kind of run today with some warmups, some paces, and we're just gonna talk about, this can be for people who are just starting out running, this can be for if you just wanna hit a little reset and you know, switch some things up. This is going to be a 30 minute class, not counting what we're doing right now. This is our little intro. You guys all know us well. We love to talk about what's <laughs> been going on in our lives, but we're going to let you guys get your shoes on, get your get your gear ready and, and, and stuff like that. There's going to be about a seven to eight minute warm up of running and then Minutes eight to 28 are gonna be your kind of putting in the work. Minutes 28 to 30 are gonna be our cool down. We will give you a healthy warning before we get that part started. Um, but we just wanted to let you all know we've missed all of you very much through the holidays. In traditional us fashion, what we thought was gonna be just this nice peaceful time of year <laughs> for us to unwind was nothing even remotely close to that. Um, Blair, no, Blair nope. decided to join me on the wonderful bus called I Had COVID and Everything yes. Sucks. Yep, it was um, it was a shock to the system for sure and not the Christmas mm -hmm. gift I was wishing for. No, <laughs> it truly was just a no. happy Christmas time for you. Yes, yep, um, yep. My husband got sick first and then I quickly followed, but our children were spared, so I'm very thankful for that. But yeah, yep, we are still still trying to recover. Um, definitely yeah. still not to a hundred percent, but um, that was an experience. It was definitely mm. an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was an experience for sure. And uh, unfortunately it happened for us while we were visiting family. So there was a little extra stress in that. Yeah. But luckily again, they did it as well. So 
fun, fun, fun for everybody all thankful. the time. Yeah, very thankful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So you'll hear me kind of sniffle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sniffles are still there, everyone. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I, I mean, admittedly, I think I still probably have a day every now and then where I'm just like, I'm wiped out and I don't really know why, but yeah. Um, yeah. I would, so yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we also wanted to speak just a little bit. So like, I think at this point I've, I've told autumn and other people, like, I think it's just kind of inevitable. Like you can do as much as you can around COVID, but I think everyone's probably going to get to meet that wonderful friend of ours at some point and yes yeah and i think we were very lucky in that it wasn't as like the symptoms we felt were as severe as some so um it was definitely just like really uncomfortable cold and flu symptoms for a Mm -hmm. while and now it's like you said the fatigue is kind of just the lingering yeah piece yeah 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 so i am happy my friend that you uh did not fully fully (laughs) run over there were definitely a lot of mornings where Blair texted me and I was like ah yeah yep 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 that sounds like me responding to you the mornings that you would text me to see if I was still still kicking yeah Mm. yeah it it the first like five days were definitely rough and um both my husband and I said multiple times like we like you said we felt at some point it would happen we you know, it's hard to kind of have the kids be back in school and doing all the things and not kind of have exposure opportunities happen more often. But he was like, I knew we would get it where both of us were were sick and trying to parent tiny humans. Uh Uh (laughs) I have to say that that made it infinitely harder because both of our boys are so active. Um, We were like day two after just having like find, found out that we had it and the boys were like let's go to the pool and so James and I like shuffled to the pool and like laid on the lounge chair so that they could like be active yeah oh yeah <laughs> but you know that was kind of just the way we were trying to survive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that one activity just kind of walking down the back path and home again was yep exhausting yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it, it's not fun, but uh, oh, so that was that was uh, that was our, my break, everyone. I hope yours was, was way better. <laughs> that was our attempt at taking a break. Yeah, um, I uh, on this end, I've been busy trying to get 2022 for the run things situated. 2022 is going to be, uh, I think, a great big year of. Uh, of, of new things for for the run so i've just been trying to wrap my head around that um, you've done a great job in planning you're ready i'm, I'm trying it. my best trying my best um but yeah on top of the um patreon stuff everyone that's been uh supportive before your run ever since i fired that thing off into the interwebs and uh, you've all been just uh crazy supportive and i appreciate all that too um definitely really trying to focus on some growth and some consistency and all of that so that's what i thought was going to be a low-key over break has just been me frantically duck on a pond (laughs) legs frantic but um 
I will I will take this opportunity to say we're probably about a minute or so away from getting a run started. Um, so I hope you've been getting ready and you're a little bit warmed up. There will be a warm up in the class. So we're going to probably kick off here in like 60 seconds. Just a little warning for everybody out there. Um, I will give some props. Blair, who is uh, hasn't necessarily been my coach at the moment because I haven't been doing much of anything. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> but she's been coaching Autumn consistently through everything. Kudos I to have. you, Blair. That's for, been really uh, fun. I really yeah. enjoy that. I'm thankful that your wife allows me to do that. <laughs> she's and, and she's kind of ascending. She's been she's, she's doing been amazing. It. Yeah, I know. We're gonna like humble brag on Autumn, but yesterday yeah. she um, was able to do a 5K on the tread in 30 minutes. And and that has been a goal for her mm-hmm. for some while, for some time now, and she yes. totally crushed it. So yes. it was a really big, exciting moment mm-hmm. yesterday. I, I got the vibe that it was going down while I was in the living room. I was like, she's she's that's going. I heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what she said. She said that you came and cheer squatted yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all right, everybody. All right. We are going to kick this thing off right about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys ready to go for a run <laughs> we're actually gonna go for a run all right everybody let's go for a run together for a run. it's gonna be great yeah so you want to pick some kind of and we uh, yes we do need to let you guys know on an out and back situation so when we're like 15 yeah. minutes out yeah. or into the class we'll let you know in that way if you want to turn yes. around and head yes. back home yes you so definitely can you should be doing some some warm-up right now so okay what we want to talk about here the seven to eight minute warm-up so you all probably know from listening to the podcast blair and i are not necessarily kings and queens of warming up but we're but getting better i've been actually getting a lot better <laughs> um warm-up is i think actually been really beneficial for me mm-hmm. in the last um couple of months of running i have actually been doing things like high knees and butt kicks and not just static stretches. Static stretches for a cold body isn't necessarily the greatest thing in the world. You're trying to stretch things that are not warmed up. So yep. trying to do some active warm up. Um, and that means running easy. And whatever you might think your easy pace is might actually still be too fast. Too fast. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I. I am very guilty of thinking I'm running easy and looking down at my watch and realizing that I'm actually kind of running medium. Easy pace sometimes is going to feel agonizing, but your body needs this little opportunity to heat itself up and to get some blood moving through everything, getting your muscles kind of loosened up and all of that happy jazz. Um, So do kind of some fluctuations of some high knees, some butt kicks. Um, Blair, you can definitely speak to some other things I think in the warm. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I try to start with an easy jog, like definitely a jog, not a light run, like a jog. So, and then, um, typically I will, I'm like looking out my window now. Cause that's typically the path I take when I go for my run and yeah. I will incorporate, um, after like two or three minutes, I'll incorporate just like, you know, 10 to 15 high knees and then I'll jog a little bit more and then 10 to 15 butt kicks just to kind of make sure everything is loosened up before I transition into a conversation pace. So that's definitely something we want you guys to kind of be focusing on right now is just really loosening up your body and taking on deep breaths and getting everything warm so that we can pick yeah. it up in a little bit. Yeah. Well, and- 
I think too, one thing that I have gotten a little bit better at is um, even you said deep breaths. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I think that there needs to be a little bit for me, especially I used to look at deep breaths as like, ask your lungs to get all of the air. (laughs) And really all that that kind of proves is that you're going to end up hyperventilating maybe Mm -hmm. more than anything. This Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean try and get every ounce of air available to your body. This just means kind of take a bit deeper of a breath than a regular breath. Um, yes. And definitely in your nose, out your mouth. Like that's the best yes. way to kind of yeah. get that cycle going. Yeah. And, um, there, you know, there's rhythmic stuff. And if you are very, very new to rhythmic breathing today is not the day to like suddenly become the, the master of rhythmic breathing. But, <laughs> um, when I am feeling like I can't quite figure out what my breath is up to, Depending on where I'm at, some days my lungs feel like they have all the breath in the world and other days they do not. But it's either every three steps or every four steps, you might be able to get an in through the nose and then three steps later out through the mouth or something like that. But um, I used to be really guilty in the early days of my running. When I would run easy, I would feel like I needed great big breaths. But all that would cause is my heart rate to go way up because Mm -hmm. I was basically like, trying to breathe way more than what my body was asking for. Yes. And I ended up more so like doing really extreme breathing exercises. <laughs> it sounded like so you much. were in Lamaze class. <laughs> That's a really good description. That's a really, really good description. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not what we're looking that. for here. Everybody not. Yeah. Um, I find too, if I take some time during my warm up to really like take in my surroundings. So like what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, you know, yeah, yeah, the temperature, the sun, like the ground, like if you really can just kind of get yourself fully present. Yeah. And so we are four and a half minutes ish in right now, everybody. So you've got about three or so more minutes of easy running and warming up um, while you guys are still doing that. I also kind of want to talk a little bit about, so Blair, you're, you're, this might not be your domain so much about because you live in Florida every day is basically like tank top <laughs> and a hat and trying not to, melt. um, but in terms of your layering, everybody, um, traditionally, unless it gets brutally cold in the Northeast, you want to try and plan for about 10 degrees or so warmer. Your body's going to heat up about 10 to 15 degrees in terms of how it feels. So if it's 35 degrees and you're trying to figure out what you're going to wear today, think about what you would wear if it was maybe 50 degrees today. So you don't want to overlayer because that's also going to make easy pace or any pace actually feel harder. Your heart rate is going to go up because your body's overheating um, I, so, I can relate to this because I do terribly overlay <laughs> <laughs> okay. when it's 60 degrees out. I'm like, well, it is zero. And therefore I must wear exactly. the only fleece lined leggings. I have long yeah. sleeves, a jacket and a hat, maybe some gloves. Yes. <laughs> and then by three minutes in, I'm sweating to death. So yes. I can relate to okay. overlay. Okay. So th- yeah, they're a million percent. Yeah. Um, I, I used to really, really overlayer. And Mm -hmm. then I would go out and try to do easy miles on like a 35 or 40 degree day. And I'd be like, why is my heart rate 20 to 30 beats above what I would prefer it to be? And then I realized that like my nose is dripping and I've been running for like four minutes and I'm I'm like, (laughs) oh, 
because <laughs> I have way too many layers on. So yeah, like, uh, you know, like I said, if it, if it starts getting below like 25, I think that you like, should run on the treadmill. Just, Is that what you were going to say? Oh, you should run on the treadmill. <laughs> ideally. Just kidding. That's just yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But you know, once it starts getting brutally cold, then, then layers, I think just become really important. But, um, but yeah, so, okay. We are closing. That's a really on... great point, Sean. That's a really well, good thanks. point. Yeah. Um, so we are at seven minutes. We're going to give you one more minute of warm up. If you got any, um, shake out stuff you want to do at this point, also maybe be a little bit mindful of if you're stiff anywhere, shoulders, neck, arms, I like to kind of think of myself as Gumby in these moments, just like kind of <laughs> shake yourself out. I've got like seven feet of arms and they tend to like fold up into my shoulders. The more yes, you have to relax. Yes, absolutely. Relax. Yeah. Try and let your shoulders roll down a little bit, relax your upper body a little bit um, and just focus on those things. So, okay. We're about 20 seconds from picking it up. And when we say pick it up, we don't mean we're not running fast. We're this is like, a, again, a pace that you should be able to have a conversation with a friend if you yes. were yes. out and about, or you can be actually responding to what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> You could actually respond out loud yeah. and be in conversation with us on your run. That yeah. would be totally fine. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. We're at eight minutes. Go ahead and pick up your pace a little bit. And we're this is this is relative to you. We we could say this is maybe 20 seconds faster or maybe it's 40 seconds faster. I don't know what that looks like for everybody that is unique to you. Mm-hmm. Um but it's definitely a conversational pace like Blair said. Um so just, you know, pick your legs up a little bit more. Um pump your arms. The one thing that I always notice is when I feel like I'm really suffering on pace, it's usually for me, this is relative to everybody, but I often find that it's because I'm just kind of not doing anything with my arms. I'm asking my quads and my glutes Mm -hmm. and my calves to do all of the work while my arms are just chilling up there, kind of (laughs) folded into my shoulders because I feel like I'm I'm tensed up. But if you can pump your arms um, a little bit more aggressively than what you might normally be doing, it's definitely going to help the work that your legs are doing. So yeah, something to be mindful of as you pick it up a little bit here. Yeah. And I always try to think when I'm picking up my pace about my, like how my feet are landing or hitting the ground, you know, making sure that I'm either like midfoot. Yeah. I used to be a terrible heel heel striker. Like I could just, it would just like impact the ground and I would find that it was making running even more challenging. And yeah, um, you know, it would almost like stop the momentum I was having. Yeah. Well, yeah, like- so just even like almost like focusing, like I was leaning forward from my, like yeah. my ankles it just yeah. kind of helped a little bit. Yeah. And like a really good point to that too, is the way that I try to visualize when I'm running is if I feel like, if I feel like my legs are kind of locking up when I hit the ground, it's probably because I'm kind of like letting my foot hit in mm-hmm. front of my hips. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing that, you're asking a lot of your body, like you're asking your body to kind of like, start running all over again with every step because you're kind of like overreaching hitting the brakes on your body every time your foot hits the ground and then asking it to accelerate you again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I came back to running about three or four years ago, now I was a very big heel striker and 
I've had some conversations. I know that it seems like every time we talk on our podcast, Blair, we end up mentioning Kaylee's name, but Kaylee and I had <laughs> a super good conversation about like midfoot heel strikes, um, you know, ball, like balls of your toes running. And Kaylee is admittedly a bit of the heel striker, but she's allowing her foot to land under her body, which right. that's yeah. the important part. You, mm-hmm. the, 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 I think the, you know, kind of thing that comes with heel striking is that it's because you're landing in front of your body and that's what's slowing you down. And that's, what's going to hurt your knees and hurt your hips and cause a lot of problems. Um, I actually got to watch Kaylee run whenever we went to visit uh, her and uncle Anthony, as we glow. She definitely is like, I would say like a midfoot heel type striker, but she's, she's allowing her foot to like, go out in front of her and come back down and land. Mm-hmm. So she's not, yeah. she's not loading her entire like leg up every time right. she lands, which right. that's the really important part. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just so everyone is aware out there, we're closing in on the first four minutes of your eight minute to 18 minutes. So just keep doing what you're doing keep in terms pace. of, your yeah, I know you want to slow down. Pace. Just keep your pace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I started as a heel striker, everybody. And then I did this goofy thing of when stuff would hurt, I would try to alter my right. foot strike instead of figure out what the problem is. That is a big, big, big no-no. Um, I went from heel striking to what I thought was midfoot striking, but really I was almost like landing like a sprinter. I was loading my toes up, which was then loading my calves up. Um, yeah. And I was really trying to chase pain away. I was, I was trying to alter my body's mechanics to fix problems. And that that's um, not what we're asking. That is a a, a great big no, no. Um, and, and, you know, I I've had my, my brain is a stubborn brain for sure. I've had to just learn it through experience that the best way that I have been able to kind of fix my mechanics as I've come back, uh, from, from COVID early in late in 2021 is that, uh, I reinvested in doing uh, lower body strength work, glute strength work. Um, dare I say it, Blair, a little bit of core strength work. <laughs> I know um, that's like going to be part of our 2022. I'll yes. do a little core, but yes. give me leg day. I'm all for leg day. I know. <laughs> the, the, the kind of uh, selling point for me, as, as you guys all continue with your conversational pace here, is that the first time I did my, one of my core workouts, when I was coming back post COVID, I realized everything that was sore after my first core work were the things that used to get irritated. If I started loading up my mileage. So if I started going to, from like 30 to 35 to like 40 to 50 per week, all these places that were sore after my first core workout coming back were the places that used to get really inflamed. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I guess, guess I need I to do, do this core stuff. It's making everything stronger. Um, so I'm really trying to come back into my mileage now. Um, I try and do two or three lower body workouts a week. I try and do at least five to 10 minutes of core four to five times a week. Um, it might not sound like it's a lot, but a 10 minute core workout it's long Five days a week. It, That's it, like holding a plank for a minute. That's it, the longest minute it, of your life. It drags out. <laughs> it really does. Um, I don't know which is worse, a plank minute or a treadmill minute. 
Plank. Uh, Definitely plank depending on the, that, That's a day of the week thing. It, it varies. That can vary dramatically for me. No. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's incredibly important. Trust me. And again, we're going to, a lot of, I think what we're speaking to here is relative to everybody. Like I've, I've spoken on this podcast to the fact that I have friends that seemingly just run Fine. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I think some of it comes down to mechanics. I've tried, uh, as we are at 15 minutes now, so eight to 18, we got about three more minutes of conversation pace here, but I've really tried to tuck my hips under me a little bit more to activate my glutes a little bit Mm -hmm. more. Yeah. So one way to think about that, everyone is if like, if you are kind of like letting your hips trail behind you a little bit. That's kind of a hard thing to really monitor and visualize, but it doesn't mean that you have to like forcibly tuck your hips under you. You shouldn't be straining your body to get your hips quote unquote under you, but you should maybe just try to subtly move them back under your torso a little bit. And you're not looking for your glutes to feel like they're doing all the work, but if, if, if you actually feel like when you're running, something is firing in your glutes a little bit, then you're actually using them. And if you're not using them, the thing that I have learned through, especially 2021 and talking with people on the podcast and learning more about myself, almost every injury in terms of lower back, hamstrings, quads, calves, plantar, even almost all those things often come back to, are you doing enough glute work? Like, are your glutes strong? Are you not paying attention to them? It's really crazy, but glutes and keeping things um, stretched and happy, it, it's all incredibly important, especially as when you're like 17, 18, 22, 25, none of that stuff matters as much. Yeah. But when you're- As you're maturing. In, yes, mm-hmm. as you're maturing. Well mm-hmm. said. That's our word. As I'm maturing. Those things become more important. Um, yeah. We are closing in on 17 minutes. So we've almost gone through 10 minutes of your initial conversation pace. Let's spend this minute, Blair, talking about our 18 to 28. Sure. Yeah. And if you guys are already, if you're doing it out and back, definitely make sure you've turned around to start heading back towards your house. (laughs) We don't want you to get. This might actually work out though. All the way out and be like, oh no. (laughs) They're going to be going faster. So turning around now might actually get them back in the same way. So, yeah. So that's, that's a great introduction to what we have planned for the next 10 minutes. So minute 18 to 28, we'd like you to do some interval pickups. So um, we're looking just for like a minute. We'll kind of cue you in a minute to turn it on. And then you can take, you know, a minute and a half to, to slow it back down. But with just to, just to get a little quicker turnover in your feet, um, just to kind of see what your body feels like with that, but just a little bit of intervals. Yeah. Um, you could even consider this like a, like on the faster end of your conversation pace, it's not definitely a sprint. We're not looking for you to be breathless when you're done yes. with this. It's just a quick way towards the end of it to kind of yes. add a little speed into so the time. In 10 seconds, seven, six, five, <laughs> four, Last half. All right. Now pick it up a little bit. You're going to, like Blair said, this is not a sprint. This is a minute. So we're going to give you some cues here. You're 50 seconds away from being done with this first minute of picking it up. Um, And picking it up is different for everybody. Um, For some people, this is your 
stride or gait is going to get longer. For some mm-hmm. people, this is going to be your feet are going, your cadence is going to pick up a little bit more. Everybody is different. Whichever one of those things feels more natural to you. I was guilty. You have 30 more seconds, everybody. I was guilty at first of just trying to pick up my cadence, but I have really long legs. Right. So that was tightening my hips a lot. So I mm-hmm. have tried to become a lot better about using just extending my gait instead of increasing my cadence to try and increase my speed. So you have 10 more seconds, everybody, of this minute. Keep going. You're doing great. You have five seconds two, one. All right. Now go back down probably to what your eight to 18 pace about Blair for this. Yeah. So we're going back down to like conversation. You could even go slower into like a jog because it's just, you want to have your body have some time to recover. Um, because we'll give you a couple minutes here and then you can do another pickup for a minute. So, yeah. So we're going to do like two minutes of rest here in terms of your jog. So you've got about another minute and 35 seconds here of just kind of doing a jog, letting your body recover a little bit. Your heart rate come uh, down a little. should yeah. come down a little bit. Sometimes mine doesn't. Don't let that be a precursor for anything else. Sometimes your heart rate, especially on your watch, sometimes your watch yes. just likes to be a little bit wonky. And uh, it's not always the best indicator of what's the best indicator. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I slow down dramatically and it says my heart rate went up 10 and I'm like, no, <laughs> liar, <laughs> lies. Um, it's yeah. like Princess Bride, liar. <laughs> That's right. You've got one more minute of uh, some, some easy jogging pace here. You should definitely be feeling a little bit better for sure. Um, and, you know, like I said, be, be mindful and, and people with long legs or short legs, you don't necessarily have to do exactly what I was saying. Just listen to your body. If, if, if your body feels better picking up your cadence, then that's what works for your body. If, if it feels like your legs need to kind of just increase their stride, then that's the the way that works best for you, but just be mindful of those things. And, and maybe even it's worth trying each of those things out and just seeing how your body responds to each of those things. So we've got 15 more seconds before we're going to pick up another uh, interval here. So that's why I think like runs like this or, or easy runs are the best time to do that. You know, yeah, like I you agree. have the ability to kind of play around with things. All right. Five, four, three, two, and go. Go. go! <laughs> Come on. It's one minute. You can do one anything minute. for 60 seconds, right? Even, even <laughs> Except a plank. plank. Even a plank. No. You've got, you have 45 seconds of this pace. Um, Just keep it up. Uh, Try some things out. Like Blair said, these opportunities are the best opportunities to try these things out because you're not loading your body up for a whole long period of time. Right. Not too much stress. Yeah. Yeah. So you got 30 more seconds keeping this pace up. Hopefully it is wonderful weather wherever you're doing your run. And I like to pick, pick a landmark too. Like if I'm outside mm-hmm. and I see something, I'm like, okay, next like yeah. post or next stop sign and like, see how close right. I can get to it. 10 seconds, everybody keep it up. You can do this. Finish. Five, four, <laughs> two, one. Okay. Back to your two minute jog. And yeah, it's like, I, I remember actually Blair listening to uh, when Des Linden, after she won Boston, mm-hmm. they talked to her about how she gets through a marathon. And she said that she looked at like 
light posts sure. or, or signs and that's how yep. she gets through a marathon. And I thought about trying that. And then I did try it. My brain is just wired differently. I was doing that at first. And then I was like, oh, it's taking me a really long time to get to that sign. Um, <laughs> okay. which is not fair, but to each their own. Um, I, I am, I, I talked again uh, to, to Kaylee about this a little bit. She's not a music listener or an anything I know. listener I per se. love music so much. Yeah. A, a, a good podcast for a long run. If I'm going to do a lot of miles, I, I try to find like an hour and a half or two hour podcast to get through. Um, I, I definitely like music for, for other runs as well. You've got one more minute of your jog pace, everybody, before we pick up the pace again. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I just kind of like to get lost in the music, which sometimes, uh, can, can result in me. If I, if I, you know, quote unquote, if a banger comes on, my pace will usually <laughs> pick up and then, uh, it's just detrimental to the easy pace. So yeah. Um, you've got 30. I love a beat drop. I love, I love a beat drop. You I know do. It. I love a beat drop. I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, if you can dance run yeah. during your easy runs, you're doing it right. That's right. <laughs> you got 15 more seconds, everybody. We're going to pick it back up. Yes, we um, are. And at this point, we're going to be going into minute 24, which means we got four more minutes of this cycle. So you're going to pick it up. We got five, four, three, two, go. <laughs> go. So, you know, don't, don't try and as I, I, I have glowingly referred to this, don't overcook the chicken here. Um, but if you, but if you feel you like can you've do got, it. You, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I used to refer to it as I used to overcook the chicken all the time. I oh, would really? put too much, too much pace in and then you burn yourself out and you've overcooked the chicken. Got it. You got 30 more seconds on this pace. Um, I like shorter intervals versus long intervals. Yeah, so do, do have I. A preference? I do I, too. I, just I really like, do. Give me that quick. An interval run, I think, is such a nice way to make even a 30-minute run go mm -hmm. so much faster. Mm -hmm. Just yep. breaks everything up. We got 10 more seconds. 10. You can Keep do this. going. It's all good. You've only got one more after this. You've been smashing it. You've got <laughs> Okay. One. And you're done. Now we got two minutes. Chill out. Do a jog. Catch your breath. You just Take got in your one surroundings. More. I do. I try to ground myself in those mm -hmm. moments when I'm trying to like bring my breath rate down a little I, bit. I do that too. I, <laughs> yeah. I am definitely the type. I, I like to, you know, if the sky is awesome, um, yeah. if you've got some awesome surroundings. Um, <clears throat> the other day when I was out and it was a beautiful day here, we were getting like 50 degree weather in the early January, which is insane for mm -hmm. where we are. But, uh, I got out at like four 45, the sun was going down. It was a beautiful day and I was definitely enjoying the serenity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I find like, on. I don't get outside as much. So when I'm outside, I really just want to like take it in. And then I'm just, you and I having been through some mm -hmm. illness in our life have kind mm -hmm. of realized that we're grateful like yeah. for the ability yeah. to even just like move. So yep. Yep. I think a gratitude yeah. moment in it kind of really makes a difference in yeah. getting your head space. Right. Yeah. You've got 50 more seconds of this jog, everybody, before we turn it back up. When I 
trained for Chicago. Um, so I ran it for the American Cancer Society for my mm-hmm. grandfather, but I kind of mm-hmm. started training uh, for my grandmother. She had really, really bad arthritis and yeah. pretty much couldn't walk after like 45. So wow, there's a lot of times where when I get down to tie my shoes, I give a little shout out to my grandma um, yeah. because like Blair said, the opportunity to move is not to an move, opportunity. Just in general, movement is time. just so key. Yeah. yeah and it, so. it can be so healing. So, yeah. All right. We got 10 seconds. You got last one, one best more. one. Last, last one, best one, one, best one. Yes. 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 Last Five, one, best one. Four, three, two, go, 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 go. You That's a like this. that. I do mantras. Do you say mantras and stuff like that? Last one, best one is definitely one of my. Yeah. I repeat, so like I've got a I've got a joke with uh, our friend Uncle Anthony. Uh-huh. Uh, he he loves to do what I now refer to as the Anthony mile, which is the last mile. <laughs> you just like blow the doors off. Yeah. Look at this as your last mile. You, you've got just about 30 seconds. 30 seconds, y'all. Yep. You've got some more in the tank. I it's think your last the one. Time. Now is after the time. this, you get a two minute cool down. Come on. Right. So if you got to push it, you can push it. This is your opportunity to get some pace. Really, really go for it. You got 20 seconds. And at the same time, if you're not feeling it, definitely modify. No, definitely <laughs> Don't do modify. it at all. Ignore us completely. And <laughs> you got 10 seconds, eight, seven, six, five, four. You're doing it. You're doing three. it. Two, two and one. down. <laughs> so I, I, I want to piggyback on top of that, Blair. So I used to really look at if a workout didn't go well for me. So sure. if that last pace for you was hard. You have two yeah. minutes to cool down. Yep. I used to be really, really tough on myself. I used to mm-hmm. be really frustrated, but don't look at that. Don't look at this as a bad moment. Like failure has to happen. Like you have to have the bad runs to build towards the good runs. And if that means coming back to this 30 minute little podcast that Blair and I have done to put yourself up against it and see if you can get through those intervals a little bit better. So be it, but really just take the opportunity to celebrate. Even if this sucked. Yeah. It's, it's perfectly okay. Um, Cause tomorrow's thing, a different day. Like, or, you know, how, yeah. you know how running is like that one day yeah. it feels like total garbage. And yeah. the next day you're like, I could do this forever. You got one more minute of cool down. I, I've thought a lot about this. Like you watch these people like Molly Seidel and Sarah Hall and Kipchoge and all these people, they train, they train, they train, they train. And that doesn't, that's the hardest thing I think for runners that doesn't, necessarily guarantee that you're going to go out and and PR or run your best race. Even if your training feels perfect, your body can be different from day to day. That now that doesn't mean like plan for the worst, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your body is just going to be perfect through everything. So this run was hard. That's perfectly okay. The next one's going to be better. You got 10 more seconds of cool down. We are going to stay on here for a couple minutes and just kind of talk with you. Remind you, you got five seconds and you're almost done, but okay. You're done with your run. I hope that you've made it back to your car or wherever you're getting back to your house. 
Or you um, could be like me. I, ch- I even like end my runs ahead, like away from the house so mm-hmm. that I can like walk home, like yeah. and just kind of embrace that walk. moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of minutes of walking post run is good. It just um, feels really good. Yeah. You want to, you know, you want to allow your body to cool down a little bit more naturally than just stopping. Mm-hmm. I can definitely speak to if you just like stop and either get in a car or go sit down your legs and just lock up. They're all going <laughs> to hate you later for sure. Um, Especially as you mature. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so at this point, definitely if you, I was never much of a stretching person post run. I really, really try to dedicate some time to a little bit of active walk and a bit of a stretch. Um, I, I put really my legs to, up right away too. Yeah. Put your legs up a wall. Um, like, yeah, I find that that really helps. Like, just like, I don't yeah. know if you feel the same way, but sometimes after a run, like my calves and my feet just feel heavy. Oh, hundred percent. It just kind of helps. Even if it's just for a couple of minutes, it just feels yeah. like I'm better to get up and move yeah. around again. I think, uh, Bobby, when we spoke to Bobby, uh, on one of our very first episodes yeah. of the podcast, he spoke to that really well. Your legs just get so dense from blood flow and from yeah. lactic acid buildup, getting your legs up a wall. Um, really after any run, especially longer runs, if you're going to go out and run like a half, get your legs up, let the blood flow kind of, it feels really good. Get some of that stuff down out of your legs. It's going to really benefit you later. But um, I try and do some calf stretches here. I try to do some hamstring stretches and things like that. Stretch my lower back out a little bit. Um, I can tell you I'm almost to the point where like touching my toes is a semi reality in terms of a standing, well, exciting. A standing stretch. <laughs> There's a lot of leg for my body to try. It and is get a lot of legs. So I just um, didn't even know that <laughs> wasn't much of a reality for me. So, but I'm trying to get a lot better at it and, uh, I'm noticing the benefits for sure. Um, I'm, I'm experiencing a lot less inflammation than I used That's to. Exciting. So yeah, the strength work lower body stuff, the stretching, <sighs> it's all worth it. Even though my body used to tell me it's well, not. And it's just like, we have to just reframe our mindset. You know, like I know we've been talking a lot about maturing, but it happens to all of us, <laughs> It does. but like, as that's going on and my body's changing, I'm finding that, um, just reframing the mindset that every workout doesn't have to be like complete soul crushing, like exhaustion, yep. like yep. that it's, just the movement itself and the consistency in the movement is really kind of what adds up over time. hundred percent. Yeah. It was hard I mean, for me to let go of that though. Like I was like, it wasn't a good workout if I wasn't drenched yeah, yeah. and exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Autumn and I have spoken about that a lot recently. I, I have been doing a lot of like reflecting on the first year of running when I came mm-hmm. back to running and it, you know, Autumn, had this really great question of like, how do you figure out what easy miles feel like to you when you're a starter, like when you're just coming back? And I think that's really hard because Mm -hmm. you do want to feel like every workout is truly a workout, but your body is going to really get mad at you if you're trying to hit the same pace or every time, every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've had so many friends that I've, I run, I, I go out, I, you know, I'm always running and they say, well, I'm going to try running again. And then they're asking me what my pace is. And I'm like, Hey, right. That don't, don't do that. 
because I am a three, four, five year runner now. And I ran cross country when I was younger. This is something that I'm a little more used to. I understand it a little bit more. Your pace is not going to be my pace. And you just need to understand that the first time even that you go out for a run, you don't need to set the world on fire. You need to keep it really, really modest and just accept that this is, for lack of a better cliche, it's a marathon. Like Mm -hmm. running as a whole really is a marathon. And that that doesn't mean you have to ever run a marathon. The marathon doesn't mean that you're now a runner because you're a marathoner. You're a runner because you're a runner. But Kaylee, again, speaks to it really well. Like if you want to do this for life, you have to really be cautious and modest and accept that it's relative. You should not, as much as we all love to do it, we all love to compare ourselves to everyone else around us, but this well, is a this is a journey for you, not a journey for you and the people you're looking up to. So right, well, and I've had I had a hard time coming back, even just to like comparing myself to my old self. Yeah, you know. So you you did one of the most baller things in late 2021, which was when Blair, I reset Blair <laughs> reset all of her I PRs did. on Peloton. I did. I and did. I think I, that was so cool. Yeah, I reset all my PRs because when I was working out, it, it had this number, you know, I not everybody does have a Peloton, but like they're on the leaderboard, it shows you like what your PR was. And so it just looked like this number that wasn't attainable for the season of life that I was in. Um, yeah. And I actually I reset my PRs on my Peloton and then I actually did it on my my watch, too, because it yeah. was like that was a season of life where things were different everywhere, not mm-hmm. just like my age, but like as a mother, you know, in my yeah. career, like, and so I didn't want to always end something looking at how far away I was from where I used to be. And yeah. so I feel like that just helped me celebrate where I was in this moment. Like, okay, look, I got a PR for this 20 minute class, or I got a PR for this 5k because of where I am right now. And yeah. it just made it, more attainable and more achievable. So, yeah. And I, I can speak to that a little bit. I really didn't ride our bike much Mm -hmm. until after I got through COVID. Right. And the bike now has been this really welcome place to come to be like, Oh, am I better than when I, where I was a month after COVID two months after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a really, really healthy kind of thing. Um, I was going to make the suggestion you made, if you don't have a a Nordic track or a Peloton or something, your watch has your PRs in there. If, if you're in a different season of life, you can go in there and delete them. those things right that's out of right. existence. Yep. Um, I think that's yeah. a super good point. Um, Cause you can still save them. Like I still have yeah. them written down somewhere else, you yeah, know, yeah. like, but they, for where I am right now, it just made things, Mm-hmm. I just felt more like gratitude and an ability to celebrate where I was instead of like yeah. feeling defeated. I felt so defeated. Um, and I'm sure I will feel that initially as I get back from healing sure. from the, from COVID. But, yeah. um, you know, I think there was also like freedom and like resetting everything. It just felt really like, okay, yeah. let's start now. This is day one. And like, let's yeah. embrace where we are and see where we go. Well, 2021, you know, everyone loves to do their, how many miles did you run and things did you Uh hit? And (laughs) I went and looked at my Strava and I was like, I almost, Mm -hmm. and listen, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I almost ran fewer miles in 2021 than my first year back to running. But 
if you ask me, as I wrapped up December 2021, I felt like I was at a better place than I was in 2020. Even though 2020 was my highest mileage year, I actually felt like I ended 2021 in a better place in my uh-huh. running. I yeah. I learned a lot and it's a lot thanks to this podcast, thanks mm-hmm. to everyone we've talked to, thanks to everyone that's given us feedback. Um I've learned a lot. I understand that strength is important and doing some yoga, doing some cycling, doing the warm up, doing the cool down, doing all those things. They're all incredibly important. And yeah, I didn't have a PR for my mileage for a year. I'm not the person that's going to sign up for running 2022 miles in 2022. I'm not the person that's looking to blow any numbers out of the water this year. And I think I've seen a lot of people do this too. This year of running for me is going to be about remembering why I love running and not trying to get wrapped up in the, I need to be better tomorrow. I will be better tomorrow if I permit myself to be gracious with today. Like if, if I do what I can today, and sometimes literally before we started this episode, I told Blair, I just haven't from a general health perspective, I'm not feeling well the last couple of days. 2020, Sean, 2019, Sean would have been like, gritted out, go outside, run the miles. You'll be stronger because you're stronger. That's not the case. That's not always the case. So today I'm doing nothing except for talking with Blair, listening, you know, to what <laughs> he has and talking with all of you. But I know that. I need to do what I need to do and I need to be happy with what I'm putting in, in terms of an effort, whether it's my strength work, my leg and glute work, mental health work, running, cycling, yoga, all those things are important and I need to do all those things. And if I'm doing all those things and being gracious with all those things, I will be the best version of myself. And that's the attitude that I'm taking into all of it. I think that's very important for us this year. So cheers to that, my friend. Cheers, cheers to, to all of you guys for sticking with us for our first like yeah. podcast class. This was really yeah. fun and such a huge honor. So I hope you guys enjoyed us. Let, enjoyed it. Let us know your thoughts on everything. 100%. We're 10 minutes after your cool down. So hopefully you're all happy place now, ready to get on with your day. We hope you have a great day. We're going to definitely plan to do a couple more of these and possibly even a whole lot more of these, depending yeah. on what you guys all think so uh until next time everyone happy 2022 that's right happy new year (laughs) talking with everybody and we've we're gonna get more guests we're gonna do all those things um a little shout out if you want to help us grow and support what we're doing we do have a patreon page the link is in our instagram profile i am not the type of person that likes to ask for help Surprise, surprise, Blair isn't either. No, we're very the bad Patreon at it, everybody. <laughs> was a big, big point of discomfort for both of us, but um, thankful to a couple of people that listened to the podcast that made the suggestion for us to do it. Yeah. We appreciate you all. And uh, listen, if you are able to, we appreciate it. If you're not, don't feel bad. Don't yeah. feel bad. No, that's not the goal of that do. either. Yeah. We just we just want to be able to do more and provide more laughs, more yes. insight, more stories. That's our more goal. community. Yeah, so all of it. Yeah. We appreciate all of you. We hope you had a great time running with me and Blair. Yes. Um, yeah. 
and we'll talk to you all soon. So thanks for coming along. Till next time.